Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, after this long winter, my family needs a style pick-me-up for spring. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, spring's first big sale is on now. Pick up fresh styles for the family from just $5, 10 and $15 with tees and tanks from 5 bucks, kids shorts from 10 bucks, and jeans from 15 bucks. Whoa, styles from just 5 bucks? That's right. Plus, get 50% off swimwear and buy online and pick up in-store for free today. Now that's a real pick-me-up. Get to Old Navy and OldNavy.com now for spring styles from 5 10 and 15 bucks. About 318 to 326 in-stores. Select styles only. Excludes licensed and in-store clearance. Hello, welcome to Juvenalia, Minnesota. Um, this is chapter two of Beach Party. We did chapter one a very long time ago. Oh God, it was over a year ago. It, yeah, it was very near to start. Um, I'll yeah. give you a little, I'll give the blurb again, just so people know. I, I suppose, yeah. like, you know, like previously on. Yeah. So um, it's a very famous like point horror book. Um, it's Karen and Anne-Marie. They're staying at Karen Sad's apartment and they're going to just have a real party fun summer Laguna Beach vibes time. And they've met two guys. Well, they haven't, but they will. Mm-hmm. And um, there's might some be some murders afoot. So at the minute, um, Karen and Marianne have just kind of settled into the, the apartment and yeah. nothing crazy. So. so we'll start. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, chapter two. The beach is so beautiful at night. Karen said, kicking off her sandals and stepping into the cool sand. It's, it's not very crowded. And Marie said, looking around warily. People don't know what they're missing. Karen said, ignoring her friend's reluctance. Come on, what's there to be afraid of? When's the last time you smelled the Pacific? (laughs) (laughs) Two years, I guess. Anne-Marie said, stepping off the boardwalk and following her friend onto the beach. Hey, wait up. Do you always have to walk so fast? You're the New Yorker, Karen called back. Not showing her right. Oops. (laughs) You're supposed to be used to a fast pace. No one could get used to you. Anne-Marie said, jogging to catch up. She heard a noise behind her and turned turned to see two boys in t-shirts and black spandex bicycle shorts roller skating at full speed down the boardwalk. Aren't they cold? She asked Karen, shivering. The air grew cooler as they approached the water. The wet sand felt clammy under her bare feet. It's a little chilly, Karen admitted. But who cares? Here we are, Anne-Marie. It's summer and you're back and we're on the beach and we're going to have non-stop fun for the next month. When does the non-stop fun begin? Anne-Marie grumbled. Come on, just look around. Karen enthused, refusing to acknowledge her friend's sarcasm. Anne-Marie had to admit that it was a beautiful night. The sun had just fallen and the sky was pale evening purple with tiny white dots of stars beginning to pop out and sparkle. The steady rhythmic rush of the low waves splashing lightly on the smooth shore drowned out all other sounds. Against the darkening sky, the water was as blue as an afternoon sky. It sparkled and shone as if holding the sunlight, refusing to allow the light to slip away. Pretty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Anne-Marie said, smiling at Karen. They walked silently along the shore. The water seemed to grow darker with every step they took. Anne-Marie shivered and wrapped her arms around herself. She was wearing cutoffs and a light wool poncho, but the cold ocean air made her wish she'd worn something heavier. She couldn't believe Karen, who was wearing short shorts and a t-shirt and didn't seem the least bit cold. Wow, I feel a long way from home, she said quietly. Anne-Marie, you lived here in LA most of your life. Karen reminded her bending down to pick up a shell and quickly tossing it into the water. But I guess two years is a long time. It all seems so different. She turned and looked back at the boardwalk, also known as Oceanfront Walk, which was dark and nearly deserted. The shops had all closed before sunset. The summer season, with its influx of tourists and young people and crazies from all over, (laughs) hadn't really begun. The Venice Pavilion across from Market Street stood dark and deserted, a low concrete bunker covered 
covered with graffiti. Karen dug her feet deep into the wet sand. Oh, that feels so good. I love it. <laughs> she shouted happily. <laughs> she lifted her face towards the water to better feel the cold spray. It's really good for your skin, she told Anne-Marie. Too salty, her friend grumbled. Listen, I'm freezing to death. Could we go back and get changed? Yeah, I guess. Karen couldn't hide her disappointment that Anne-Marie wasn't being more adventurous, more enthusiastic. Where is everyone, anyway? Anne-Marie asked, putting her light poncho tighter around her shoulders. It's not a regular poncho. It's a light, <laughs> light poncho. Light poncho. Main Street, mostly. That's where everyone in Venice goes at night. Aren't there parties on the beach or anything? No. Most people are kind of afraid. Karen admitted reluctantly. Afraid? Of what? Afraid of the dark? Oh, you know. Gangs, I guess. <laughs> oh. Karen began jogging toward the boardwalk, her bare feet slapping the wet sand, as they as feet do. Anne-Marie followed close behind. Hey, where did we leave our shoes? Up this way, I think. Karen called back to her. Just past the pavilion. It was very dark now. The purples and greys of the night sky had darkened to black, broken only by tiny pinpoints of white starlight. The ocean behind them was even darker than the sky. They located their sandals and were slipping them onto their wet, sandy feet when the five boys appeared, five tall shadows that seemed to materialise like dark, grinning ghosts. They wore denim and leather, oh. angry-looking t-shirts with the names of heavy metal <laughs> groups emblazoned across their fronts, visible even in the dim light. Their hair was short and spiked or scraggly down to their shoulders. A couple of them had diamond studs in one ear. They all wore the same amused expression. They're trying to look dangerous, Karen thought. The five of them shuffled closer, sneakers scraping against the asphalt of the boardwalk. Their hands in their jeans pockets are jammed into the pockets of their open jackets. Karen was the first to speak. Hey, how's it going? This seemed to strike some of them funny. They laughed short, high-pitched laughter. <laughs> like, <Kind of. laughs> Are you going to do the guy's voices? Oh, yeah. 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 So. You're a man. So. Okay. So do you want to take over the narration? Yeah. Okay. Real fine. One of them said... He was tall and lanky with short... Tall, that's the same. Okay. He was tall and lanky with short blonde hair spiked straight up. His smile revealed two deep dimples on his narrow cheeks. He's kind of cute, Karen thought. He raised his hand to scratch his jaw and Karen could make a tattoo of an eight ball on the back of his wrist. Wow. Karen thought she recognized him from school. His name was Vince something or other. From the something or other family <laughs> the band that killed something or other yes um, yeah. he had bumped into her once in the hallway causing her to drop all of her books of course when he stooped to help her to pick them up he seemed very embarrassed she remembered he hadn't said a word how are you doing one of Vince's friends a tall dark haired boy with a serious skin problem <laughs> asked Jesus was leering at the two girls he took a deep drag from the cigarette between his lips and then tossed it on, onto the asphalt and stamped it out beneath the toe of his black boot we were just leaving, Anne-Marie said, pulling Karen's arm. Hey, it's early. One of the boys said, moving to block their way. Yeah, we just got here. The dark from the Bronx. Yeah. We just... It's California. The dark-haired one said, staring hard at Anne-Marie. Karen glanced at Vince, who hadn't said anything. He was standing back a few feet from his buddies, his face expressionless. You guys better not go for a swim, Karen said. You forgot your rubber ducky inner tubes. They all laughed, sarcastic, phony laughs, everyone except Vince, who stood frozen, watching silently. We heard there was going to be a party. The dark-haired one said, looking Anne-Marie up and down. That's rude. Yeah, isn't that right, Vince? Vince shrugged in reply. Yeah, a beach party. May. May. <laughs> one of the others said, nervously fiddling with the zipper of his denim jacket. Have fun, guys, Karen said, started to walk past them. Hey, wait, you're invited. 
Yeah, in fact, you're the party. The tall one said, his voice filled with menace. That's my menacing voice. Fuck, okay. <laughs> yeah. Karen caught Vince's eye. He quickly looked away. He slapped a large hand Ooh. back through his close cropped <laughs> hair, his face twisted in front. He looked He looked a little like Sting. <laughs> Karen thought, fucking hell. Isn't it past your bedtime, boys? Karen asked. You don't want your mommies to worry about you, do you? You can tuck me in any time. One of them said to you. Less sexually than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, are you a baby fetish? Yeah. They all laughed and slapped each other high fives. This time, Vince got into the act too. Come on, let's go. And Marie whispered to Karen, except I didn't whisper there at all. Karen (laughs) nodded and tried to step past the two of them who looked enough alike to be twin brothers, but they moved to block her path. Which one do you want, Vince? (sighs) One of the twins called. He wants you. Karen cracked to the twin who had asked the question. Uh, oh god I don't want there to be like audio of me saying this I like the one with the mouth Vince said softly which one do you like Karen asked Anne-Marie loudly ignoring Vince I just want to go Anne-Marie said looking very scared I like the one with the brain Karen said which one of you is using the brain tonight this time no one laughed hey we're not bad guys Vince said, staring into Karen's eyes. He took a couple of steps toward her, his hand in his jacket pockets. Not bad compared to what? Karen snapped. He didn't smile. His dark eyes burned into hers. The five boys formed a loose circle around Karen and Anne-Marie. Are you going to let us go? Karen demanded. No one replied. Anne-Marie gripped Karen's arm. Her hand was freezing cold. The circle tightened as the silent boys moved in on them. All right. This is heavy. Yeah, that's kind of... Scary. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen next. No, it's going to have to come back in two weeks. Chapter three will be coming at you pretty soon. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's mysterious. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.